On today's episode, we're talking about leadership transitions and imposter syndrome. Is it a real thing? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome to The Conscious Leader. I am Patricia Marseille, and you have joined me for a few minutes in talking through conscious leadership, which is leading with intention, causing leadership in others, understanding the ways in which we lead, and humanizing the ways in which we lead others. So there are three main categories in regards to leadership transitions. There's the promotion you expected and you received, category one. There's the job change that you didn't expect, meaning you're in a new role, in a new field, possibly a completely different company, but it's simply a shift into something totally new. And thirdly is the aspirational change, the one in which you desire. You feel the stagnation of the place that you're in and you are ready for more. What is imposter syndrome? It's defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists despite evident success. And how does it show up in this space? So let's take a deeper dive. Promotional change. That space actually can involve the expected and the unexpected in regards to the change. Maybe you've been sitting in the role for a while and you have voiced all of the changes that you'd like for the role, voiced all of the changes that you would like to step into in regards to the next level of yourself. And so that promotion has actually showed up. Or there's that space in which you have been sitting within the role, sitting in a silent space, and your leadership has come to you and stated, we're going to promote you in this role into something more. You've Ultimately, what has happened is that you've been observed for what it is that you bring to the space. It's an external force review of the magic that you bring. In the promotional stage is the most popular change or stage where people speak about the imposter syndrome, where you're stepping into a role because you've wanted it, or you're stepping into a higher role because someone else has observed you and placed you in it. So in the space of a change through promotion, and the imposter syndrome rising up as topic of conversation. There are two ways that I've presented it. The first was a promotion that you expected, meaning you feel and you know that you have outgrown your space. You have outgrown the role that you are currently functioning in. Therefore, you have already started to move connect, interact, engage, lead, and flow in that next level of your becoming. It's part of why you want the next thing because you're already flowing in it. So to be in that space would give you the opportunity to grow further to your next tier. The second was the unexpected and that was the external force 
where others are looking at you and they see that you are already functioning as that new level role. They're already seeing how you engage and from that space, all they're seeing that's missing is the title, that you need the title for the way in which you are functioning so that others in your environment understand your engagement and your interaction from a title point of reference in order to create context around this new level of growth that you've obtained. But what about the others? The other two categories of change, the role or job change and the aspirational change. Role changes. So what may happen is that you have a shift in responsibilities, new data points that you have to reference, new relationships, all of which cause an expansion of your network. It moves you from a place of complacency to a place of adventure and activity. It ignites a life-fulfilling curiosity in you where you now are venturing into a space for which you have to dive into questions in order to gain a better understanding of this new platform that you have been placed into. But if you have a career or a role that you've sat in complacency in for a while, that space can feel scary. It's an adventure into something new, something you haven't experienced or known before. It's learning a new expertise. It's no longer defaulting on what you know, but exploring what you don't know. And that can cause us to think that it's imposter syndrome, to think that our successes won't lead us through this space. On the contrary, our successes are what brought us into this space. It's not a matter of imposter syndrome, it's a matter of looking at the new space in a different way. Instead of the view of what I've known, adopting the use of the view of exploring what I don't know and with playful curiosity. <music> Lastly comes the aspirational change. This role doesn't exist in your current space, your sphere, your, your sphere, or your circle. You've outgrown your current environment. Your workday is full of creativity outside of your normal workday, outside of your normal workflow and responsibilities. You know there's more and it's just starting to pour out of you. In aspirational change, Imposter syndrome can show up like identity crisis, where you feel that the vision that is before you is greater than the person that you are, that you know this is the path forward for you. You know that this beautiful space of passion and creativity and desire and flow is exactly where you want to be. But the distance of it, in your mind in comparison to where you are is the space that causes you to think that you have not created the successes that would actually drive successes 
in this beautiful aspirational change. Again, on the contrary, it's the perfect space because your successes have brought you here. So how does one work themselves through this space? Meaning, how do you lean into it consciously and work yourself through it so that you are not convincing yourself that it is imposter syndrome, but you're dealing with the truth of the space that you're in? Let's start where we ended. Aspirational change. A beautiful tool that you can use to navigate that space is to connect with a few people from your circle, few people who know you best, and ask them these two beautiful questions. One question is, if they could design the perfect career role for you, what would it be? Second question, what do they deem to be your top three greatest attributes? Those two questions align with the aspirational side of you, the aspirational energy that is put forth in regards to the change, the vision of seeing more of yourself. Two, or I should say category number two, when we're looking at the space of role change, job change, how do you shift? It is leaning into playful curiosity It is simply not leaning on the thought of my expertise, my history, my understanding, my knowing is what I am here to apply in this space. Your history, your expertise, your knowing is the grounding of this space, but it's about leaning in playful curiosity and exploring the area, exploring the space, starting with new engagements, creating new relationships, and gaining a new understanding of the grounds. And then lastly, we have promotional change. And when it comes to that space, whether it be intentional, meaning it is an internal search and you have put out there what it is that you want, or it is an external pull that someone else is drawing from you what they've seen of you. It is simply accepting the acknowledgement and allowing that space to rest in the fact that you already function in the title. The title is simply creating context around your new growth and what your performance or role is now. Whether you intentionally prep for a transition or a transition finds you, Life is serving you a beautiful space of your becoming. A space to be the person that your inner voice begs for. It may not look the way you want it, nor how you imagined it. But there's no need to default to feeling like an imposter. So it's not so much about imposter syndrome as much as it is about it just being different. It's simply taking a look at which category of change am I in as a leader? If I am in the space of being promoted, what is it that I need to acknowledge? If I am in the category in which it is a role change or an industry change, a complete field change, 
How curious can I become and how playful am I willing to get about it? And last, if it is pure aspirational and it is truly about my heart's desire and vision, then it's time to reset, check in, understand my identity, see all of the successes that I have come through, get that reminder from my peers, and lean in. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to leave a comment or a message, please do so at the Q&A of this episode or message me on LinkedIn at Patricia Marseille. If there's some further development that you are looking for in regards to your self-growth in leadership or executive talent development for a team or a group, please feel free to reach out to me on my website, which is also located in the Q&A section of this episode. Thank you much. Have a great day.